Welcome everybody to the podcast. We are here at the Park Bench Live, and I'm here with my co-host and my only friend in the world, Dixon Brown. How are you all doing there tonight? Now, Dixon, some people may remember us from our original profession, right. which was sports casting. Yes, we covered all sorts of sports. Now I'm going to stop you right there and let you know that I don't like that. Uh-huh. I take great offense to tongue twisters, such as sorts of sports. My deepest apologies. We covered all kinds of sports around the world together. And you, you used to be a pro football player, as so many people know. Yes, they call me Dixon Brown downtown because I would tackle a man so hard that he would feel as if he were in a different town. Really? I thought it was because you shit your pants every time you got tackled. Well, yes, that probably was a bigger reason. I did have a medical condition. Uh, If my body was hit with any amount of force, I would lose all control of my bowels. Well, of course. Now, you started off as a punter. I mean, I wouldn't assume that you have to worry about that sort of issue. Well, you're right, but the coach realized that I would miss a few punts or field goals here and there, and I would slip and shit my bridges. Again with the tongue twisters, please keep them to a minimum. I'm sorry, I apologize. But once my coach found out about my condition, he thought it would be funny to put me on the defensive line. You must have been shitting your bridges a lot then, yeah? Yes, about 30 to 50 times a game. I suffered many times from dehydration as my bodice often had nothing to give but acidic stomach fluids and unprocessed foods coming out of my ass. Yeah, but that had to give your team some sort of advantage, didn't it? You know, that's what you would think, but it actually did not add whatsoever. Uh, Many referees would have to escort me off the field by the end of the first quarter, citing sanitation issues to the other players. Now, Brown isn't your last name, is it, Dixon? No, it is not. In fact, my full name is Dixon Brown Black. But because of my soothing sexual voice and my last name, people kept assuming that I was indeed a black man. So I only go by my middle name. I'm just going to be honest. That doesn't seem like you would help that much with what your middle name is. Well, I mean, look at it this way. You don't normally call an African-American brown. It's not brown lives matters. I'm not saying it's right to judge me by my last name. I mean, it's like the main character from Fifty Shades of Grey. His last name is Gray. You don't go around thinking he's a gray person, now do you? No, you're absolutely right there. Because science has proven that gray people only come from two places. One, the morgue. Two, Pennsylvania. Really? Pennsylvania, huh? Oh, 100% of them, Dixon. Soulless bloodsuckers they are. Now you say bloodsuckers like... Like a vampire. I'm, I'm assuming you might be thinking of Transylvanian instead of Pennsylvanian. Does Transylvania have a football team called the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, no. Are they known for the coal production? And are they filled with the whole spawn of Satan? I mean, you are right. All that describes Pennsylvania to a T, so many apologies. Apology accepted, Dixon. Great. Now, I think a lot of people might be wondering why we're doing a podcast in the park. Of course. Mainly, it's because I live here. That's right. Shortly after an issue of you saying numerous vulgarities and specifically ending each sentence with you placing a microphone near your anus and expelling gas, you were let go from the network. Things got very heated and I wanted to make my point that I wasn't a pushover. 
it was a hugely broadcasted presidential debate. You didn't have a point. The only thing you expressed was your gas in the microphone. Yes, I had a lot of fried chicken that night, and I had a ton of gas. Sure, I did do it after every sentence where a period was present, and it got a little out of control with the audience submitted questions, but hey, I can't help it if somebody's being punctual, you know? It got wet. Oh, it got super wet. I took that one from the old Dixon Brown downtown playbook. Uh, yes, thank you very much for once again bringing that up. And that brings me here as my life shortly fell apart after that, with my only remaining family dying in a terrible car accident. If that's what you call not getting another job and getting your kids taken away from you because you openly expressed wanting to infect them with HPV, then sure, you could call it that. It's like the sex talk, Dixon. If anybody's going to be giving it to my children, it's going to be me. As a friend, I believe we can openly disagree on all of that. But yes, in fact, you do live outside in a park, alone, and no one ever knows if you are living or dead. In that sense, it's kind of erotic, you know. What, that no one cares about you or knows if your breaths are your last? Exactly that. I don't have to answer to anyone or worry about what they think. Hmm. No one knows my name to report me if I go up to a person and give them a little prick with my HPV needles. I'm just a guy, you know. Please, God, tell me that is one of your classic jokes because you have got so many classic jokes. I would really like that to be one of them. If a classic joke of mine is approaching a 60-year-old child and giving them a little tap on their eyeballs with my HPV needle, then yes, it's absolutely one of my classic jokes. I mean, I guess anything for comedy, really. That's the ticket, Dixon. Now, you live in a huge house and you have a lot of money. I mean, that's really great, right? Yes, I still get a lot of money from my diaper endorsements, which I picked up in my pro football career, which I rely on since you also got me kicked off the network. Now I'm not sure if that's exactly how it happened. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you did tell the head of the network that, quote, Dixon Brown has been fucking your wife, raw dog style, so hard that her nipples have flown off and her pussy bled changed for a $20 bill. End quote. Now, you know I don't like to be paraphrased, Dixon, because you know what I said was that you fucked her pussy till it bled butter and changed for a $20 bill. That implies you used lubrication, which I thought he would appreciate. One, I did not have sex with her. Two, her nipples fell off in a Gravitron accident, which you know. Three, it implies only that her blood that she is bleeding out of said pussy hole is butter. Exactly. You're saying her blood could be used for cooking purposes, which is also untrue. I'm going to be honest with you. I've cooked a lot of things in this park using only blood that I can find. It can be used to make some great herbal tea as well. It also is thick, so you can pretend that it's tomato soup. Ultimately, I will have to take your word on that. It's primarily human blood, and I kind of do feel a strange urge to move to Pennsylvania now. Yeah, and I'm going to have to be honest and say that it might be for the best. You do look very gray, and I assume it's only because you are lacking any nutrients because you're not eating anything but blood. Part of me is afraid, but I have to ask, where are you getting all of this blood? 
You know, it's a funny story, really. I'm 100% broke. I, ha I have no money to my name. So I was sucking this guy's dick for like three and a half chicken nuggets. And I was trying to make it so quick, I assumed the harder that I sucked, the faster he would ejaculate. And, and I was wrong. I was dead wrong. His dick tip flew right down my throat into my empty little tummy. Now, now that's just straight cannibalism. Oh, there was nothing straight about it, Dixon. He didn't run away or seek help in any way, shape, or fashion? Well, that's the thing of it. He wanted to be tied to the tree, so he couldn't move. It was kind of like a fantasy of his. So I shoved a pine cone in his mouth to muffle his screams so he wouldn't attract any unwanted attention. Well, the logic is sound in that, so go on. And then pop went the weasel, and at first I thought, oh hey, I just swallowed my last wisdom tooth, which is kind of technically my last tooth in general, and all this liquid kept coming out. No pun intended, I'm sure. No, absolutely not. It was all blood. I just stood there thinking this man was ejaculating in my mouth for four minutes straight, which is, you know, whatever, because let's be honest, you're sucking a dick, man. You're sucking a dick. Just take the cum. Don't be a prude. Don't half-ass it. It's assumed it's cool. If I go down on a girl and she's a squirter, I'm not going to be running for a towel. I'm I'm getting sidetracked. But long story short, girls, you're sucking a cock. You are sucking a cock. Cum is the least gross part about it all. Right, because you got the dick skin, you got the ball skin, you got the skin tags going on there. I don't know about the last one, but anyways, this guy's going Kill Bill style in my mouth, and I realize it's better than eating all that gum that's left underneath the swing set by some kid who's got HPV in his eyelids, so I just leave him there. Oh, no pun intended once more, I'm sure. Again with the goddamn tongue twisters, Dixon, and I get it, you're going for a tree joke, you're going for like a leaf thing, I left him there, he's a leaf, I get it, he's a tree, but I don't appreciate that one. He's tied up, gagged, and I have a little hairband that I found and I wrapped around his wound to make the wound into like a slow drip, like taking sap from a tree, long term food supply, Dixon. I am absolutely positive this man is going to die if you do not seek actual medical attention for him. You are using a little hairband that you found on the ground in a public park to essentially stop an accidental castration. But at least you haven't been drinking just blood. You got those three and a half chicken nuggets out of the deal. Oh yeah, did I say those were chicken nuggets? Because what I meant was, it was a laser disc of Kazam. Turns out, it wasn't actually even a laser disc. It was just a DVD of Kazam under a magnifying glass, so it looked huge. The printed top should have given it away, but, you know, what could you do? Because Laserdiscs, Laserdiscs are all shiny. They don't have the decal. They don't have what would be on the front of the DVD cover, you know? Why would you, why would you do any of this? You don't even have a TV. You don't, you don't, even if you had a TV, you don't have a power supply. You live in a park. You don't have a Laserdisc player. There are so, there are so many questions I have about this. It do, none, none of it makes sense. Why? Why? You know, a Laserdisc, it's just part of the puzzle. You know, it's like a cup. You don't just buy a cup, you buy pieces of a cup, and then you put it together. You would for sure buy an entire cup. You don't go around sucking dick tips for pieces of metal and glass and ceramic to make your own fucking cup. That doesn't make any sense. You are sucking dick for broken glass. I think that is indeed what you are doing. In my recent experience, I would really like to disagree, but what I like about you is that you're always bringing a different point of view to the table. 
Well, that is the great part of our dynamic, and I think we should probably leave off there on that note and not express any more of the possible crimes you have committed. Fair enough, yes. Say, might I come by and stay in one of your guest bedrooms? I hear that you have 13 of them. I do indeed, but because of the last instance that you were at my house, you are no longer welcome there, uh, per my wife's request and, uh, you know, the court. If I had to guess, I believe that your wife's pussy might be bleeding 24-7 because she's kind of just a bitch. And and, and I'm not going to lie, she, she kind of has that aroma, that, that, you know, pussy blood aroma. But not even people in Pennsylvania want to touch that because, it, you know, it's kind of gross because it's blood. Yeah, it's, it's, it's blood. We like blood, you know, here in Pennsylvania. But, you know, it, it's got like little bit... Vagina bits in it. That's kind of gross. The reason you are not allowed in my house is not because my wife's vagina is constantly bleeding, but that she passed out and you kept squeezing her breast asking if you could have some milk. No, 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 no. I don't like to be paraphrased. Try that again. Fine. You asked if you could please have some milk. See, and I thought that was a really nice courtesy on my part. Yes, I know you're not lactating. Yes, I know you can't even have children and now you're crying. I mean, that's not my fault. It's kind of your fault. But you know what? I was a gentleman and she was just kind of a bitch. And as much as I appreciate that, if you come anywhere close to my house, well, approximately 1,200 feet close to my home, I can legally shoot you per the restraining order. Ah, yes, as my flesh wounds remind me every single day. All right, then, we shall wrap it up here, and that will be it for our show today. I'm David Altenbagger. And I'm Dixon Brown. Please, Dixon, do not paraphrase. Fine. I am Dixon Brown Black. Thanks for listening.